as we've now ended our five-week reflection on the Gospel of John chapter 6, the great focus on the Eucharist. We now return everyone this weekend to the Gospel of Mark, which will take us all the way to the end of this church year, all the way up to Thanksgiving weekend. So we're going to be working our way uh, again chapter by chapter through the Gospel of Mark. This weekend there's an interesting theme that can be found throughout all three readings, the first reading, the second reading, and even the Gospel. And the theme can be summed up in one word, law. How exciting, right? But that's the theme found in all three readings, the law. Now, we need to acknowledge that for us as Americans, we have a rather unique and complex relationship with our perception of the law. Let me explain. On one hand, we are a freedom-loving people, rightly so. We don't like laws. In fact, this country was founded on a great act of rebellion against the law, against kings and queens in a monarchy. Again, rightly so. I'd much rather be an American than to be British. Don't get me wrong. But we must admit that as Americans, we are oftentimes very suspicious of the law, and we need to acknowledge that. On the other hand, and this is where it gets a bit complex, we also are obsessed with the law. We are a very litigious people, right? Think of the obsession with novels on the law, TV shows on the law, driving down the interstate, billboards with lawyer after lawyer after lawyer. And by the way, if I offend you because you're a lawyer, one lawyer said to me last night that you have thick skin. You have thick skin, so that's good to know. He spoke for all of you. But even think of this, how often do we make threats of you'll be hearing from my lawyer. Hopefully we don't hear that very often. Or we make threats of, I will sue you. The point is this, everyone. For being this anti-law type society, we also are a very legally minded society. The point then would be further, we kind of have a hate-love-love-hate relationship with anything that smacks of legalism. Now, even in things of faith, even in things of faith, think how squirmy we get, suspicious we get, critical we get of any kind of obligation or decree, rule, regulation, commandments, ordinance, all those words we squirm at. Why? Because we're Americans, and that's just the way it is. So I'm just trying to point out some basic relationships you and I have with the law. I trust you get the point. Now. I think we need to establish then, if we're going to talk about law, this basic fundamental principle, it would be this. The more we reverence something, the more we surround it with laws. Let me say that again. The more we hold something in reverence, the more something is important to us, right? The more something is dear to us, the more we surround that reality with law to protect it, right? We have all kinds of examples in our society, civil laws. Let me give you a few. We reverence safety and security, don't we? In our own families, in our own homes. Safety and security is a value that we reverence and we ought to. What do we then do? We surround that reality with laws. Laws against violence, 
traffic laws, laws against trespassing and theft. Why? To protect the value of safety and security. Good. Some of us like sports. What are sports filled with? Laws, rules, regulations. Why? To protect the integrity of the game. Because we honor hard work. We honor those types of things in fair play. So what do we do in the world of sports? We protect the sport with law. We also value health care, don't we? We value medicine. We value education. We value all sorts of things. And what do we surround those things with? Laws to protect the integrity of those realities. So, I think it's important for us, as Americans even, to ask ourselves this personal question. What is my perception of the law? Am I suspicious of it by nature? Or do I see the important principle of laws there to protect something we revere? Okay, let's shift gears now. Not as Americans, but as Catholics, as disciples of Jesus, what do we reverence? Let me go through a couple for us. First and foremost, everyone, what we reverence the most is a relationship with God. Not just a shallow, cursory relationship with God, but a deep, abiding, covenantal relationship with God. Right? A covenantal relationship. What does that mean? An exchange of hearts. I will be your God, you will be my people. So what do we then do to protect that thing we hold so sacred, namely a relationship with God? We have laws in place to protect us and keep us in relationship with God. Not man-made laws, God made laws to protect the relationship. What else do we value as friends of Christ? We value and revere family and marriage. So what do we have? We have laws in place to protect the integrity of family and marriage, don't we? Why? To protect them because we hold them dear and sacred. This next one I wasn't planning on mentioning as I worked on my homily here this week, but some ways it was the elephant in the room. And it would be this. The dignity of every human life from the first moment of conception to natural death. Can you think of anything more sacred than that, than life itself, which then points out the unthinkable tragedy it is that in this country, the land of the free, the home of the brave, we don't have laws to protect life in all its fullness. I know that's a hard thing to hear, but do we hold it sacred or not? Everything in our lives, everyone, that you and I hold sacred, we surround with laws not to prohibit, not to inhibit, not to make life more miserable, but we have those laws in place to protect their sacredness and their dignity. Those things that you and I revere, we surround with law. May we understand that fundamental and basic principle.